0: us about the Northeast 128th Street Multimodal Corridor Study. Um, Next slide, please. Um, We're really excited to talk with you about this project. This is a project that is at the north end of Totem Lake, um, which is our urban uh, Kirkland's regional urban center. And we are looking to Um, assess transportation improvements in this area for walking, bicycling, to make better transit connections, to look at traffic operations and the efficiency of of buses. Um, And we're really excited to hear from you all and talk about um, what your thoughts are about improvements in this area. Um, This study is being built upon previous plans and studies in this area, and I won't read through them all. But I will note that um, these are have been um, done through the city of Brooklyn and a partnership with Evergreen Health. So today, um, what I'd like to do is talk with you a little about what we mean by multimodal um, before we kind of get started in talking about our multimodal transportation study. So what we mean by multimodal is um, modes being different ways that people travel around, whether that be walking, biking, taking transit, driving. um, So walk, bike rolling, all of those modes. So that's what we mean by multimodal. Um, So we're looking at all of those things. Today, what we're looking to find um, is feedback from everyone to see if there are any issues that you find in this area. Um, We will be sharing some additional, um, some initial findings that we've um, found just from looking at existing conditions and sharing some potential improvements that we've thought about. Um, for discussion today. So just again, uh, my name is Kim Skroker, I'm a transportation planner and staff from the city of Kirkland. Um, And then on the call, I'm excited to introduce our our consultant team that we've brought on to help us with this project, KPG. Um, We're really excited to have this firm helping us. Um, They've been in the transportation world for a really long time, Um, have been working on some really interesting projects in our neighboring cities and also in the city of Brooklyn for a long time. So Michael, Pong, and Hope are with us on the line. They'll introduce themselves as they start to talk. Um, And then there are a number of ways that you can provide us comments. So today, um, this session is being recorded. Um, You can leave your comments in the um, comment form on the side. We will have some polling questions throughout this um, presentation. Um, Also on our website, we have a comment form and an online survey that will be open through July 9th. So multiple ways to keep us in the loop on your comments. If you think of other things that you haven't thought of today, um, feel free to leave a comment on our website or email me directly. Um, And so with that, I'm going to pass this off to Michael um, to introduce this project.
1: Thank you, Kimberly. Yeah, the slide here shows the project goal and the study corridors we'll be analyzing for the project. Uh, the goal for this project is to improve the multimodal environment on Northeast 120th Street and the other study corridors you can see here on the map uh, to facilitate transit connections and be a an appealing place for people walking, biking, driving, and taking transit. Uh, we got three types of corridors we'll be evaluating for this project. Uh, the first one is to be the focus for our study is the primary study area which is on Northeast 128th Street uh, between 116th Avenue and 120th Avenue. This is a really important uh, transit corridor for the city. It connects uh, the Kingsgate Park and Ride, uh, the west end to the I-405 flyer stops uh, over I-405 there. And at the east end, the Total Mike Transit Center. We'll also be looking at uh, four secondary study areas. Uh, These include the north or the eastern end of Northeast 128th Street, uh, 120th Avenue, between Northeast 132nd Street and 128th Street and 124th Avenue, also between 132nd Street and 128th Street and what Northeast uh, 130th Lane between 120th Avenue and 124th Avenue. We'll also be looking at three potential street extensions to improve uh, access to properties and circulation in the area. These street uh, potential extensions include uh, Northeast 130th place between Total Lake Boulevard and 120th Avenue and 118th Avenue between 132nd Street and 128th Street. And lastly, 128th Avenue potential extension between 132nd Street and 130th Lane. Uh, The project website uh, includes a link to to a map that shows these street extensions, as well as all the other uh, potential street extensions that are planned in the city. Uh, Slide, please. Uh, Washdot and Sound Transit uh, have uh, three uh, projects that are planned to start here in the next several years. Uh, The first one is Washdot project to add new I-405 interchange uh, with a northbound on-ramp and a southbound off-ramp at Northeast 132nd Street. Uh, This project will include uh, new roundabouts at the intersections of 132nd Street and 116th Avenue and also at 132nd Street and Total Lake Boulevard. Uh, the new interchange will improve access uh, to I-405 to and from the north and take some pressure off some of the other interchanges uh, in the area, including 128th Street. Uh, another project that's being uh, moved forward by WashDOT and Sound Transit together is the redevelopment of the Kingsgate uh, Park and Ride. Uh, the project will include a new transit-oriented development with a mixture of retail and multi-family housing, and the rest of the site will be uh, a parking garage will be constructed there. On uh, the third project is Sound Transit's uh, Stride bus rapid transit service uh, along the I-405 corridor. Uh, the Stride bus rapid transit service will provide service along the corridor. Um, the objective is to provide regional bus service with limited stops at the select I-405 destinations. Um, since we can't all be uh, together for this meeting, um, we've included a few polling questions to learn how, uh, we all use and travel in the corridors. Uh, please pull up the first polling question. So what is your primary relationship to this study area? Please, uh, fill out the question. I live here, work here, visit shops, restaurants, and medical facilities. Or uh, use this place uh, to ride the catch the bus. Uh, Slide, please. Yeah, the, um, The objectives for this project uh, include identifying walking and biking mobility and safety improvements along the study corridors. These might be in the form of enhanced crosswalks or filling in gaps on the uh, Filling missing gaps in the bike network also going to look at improving transit operations, both in transit travel times for riding the bus, but also in how people access uh, the bus either by walking biking or driving Uh, also want to enhance uh, vehicle safety and operations. Um, identify multimodal facilities, uh, potential street extensions. Um, this will be looking at, for of street extensions, we'll look at how many lanes will be needed out there, um, how wide the sidewalks are, what type of bicycle facilities will be included, or whether on-street parking will be included on the street. We'll also be developing urban design guidelines for the streets and for the frontage improvements that will be constructed with new development. Uh, the guidelines will apply to the space between the streets and the new buildings and will provide a consistent guidance for sidewalks, landscaping, lighting, and other streetscape elements. Slide please. Uh, This next couple slides show uh, the existing conditions uh, along the corridor. This first four photos uh, focus on the west end of Northeast 128th Street. On the upper left corner, you can see uh, the I-405 bus flyer stops and this will be Uh, the location for the future uh, Bus Rapid Transit service. Um, One issue out out in this area could be some long uh, crosswalks, some of these larger streets. Uh, The the photo here in the upper right shows uh, the intersection of Northeast 128th Street and Totem Lake Boulevard. There's also some locations where sidewalks are exposed, uh, meaning the sidewalks are adjacent to the vehicle uh, travelway. And we've also got three closely spaced traffic signals on Northeast 128th Street at 116th Avenue, I 405 ramps, and the Total Link Boulevard. Uh, These three closely spaced signals can make traffic flow uh, through the area challenging uh, during peak travel times. Slide, please. Um, Other existing issues looking at the broader part of the study area uh, there's some gaps in the bicycle network. Currently Northeast 132nd Street and the primary study area of 128th Street both include bike lanes, uh, but there's currently no north-south bike lanes connecting these two streets. Another important feature uh, is the total Lake Transit Center. Uh, this is a key e- destination for uh, people accessing Evergreen Health. Fung, you wanna... Um, Take over the rest of them. Please go back. uh, Yeah.
2: Yeah. And uh, obviously, um, there are other conditions out there, such as new development um, that's occurring along 128th. Uh, For instance, the Bower Apartments and the Jade Residence there as well. Um, And both these new developments are occurring along the front, just kind of hint to what could happen in the future. Um, along with the new developments there have been kind of pullback from the building frontages well, as well, providing some linear plaza spaces that are along the back of the walk. Next slide please. So going through with all those ex- existing conditions it's good to note that what's already there, um, what possible constraints are and also to note the opportunities from those constraints. Um, As Michael mentioned earlier, um, the bicycle network has been lacking in linkages throughout. Um, We know that the circulator is a prominent kind of route that's proposed and planned throughout this area and as well as vicinity trails, uh, um, the vicinity of the cross Kirkland corridor doesn't actually connect to bicycle facilities uh, in this study area, but it actually correlates because people will eventually wanna use that or cross over via bus or other means. Um, So having bike facilities, pedestrian amenities for those that are walking, biking, uh, strolling, and placemaking, as well as transit and traffic, these five elements are ways to improve, um, uh, take advantage of all the different opportunities out there. So we'll go through these five sections next. I'll focus on the first three and Michael will finish up on the last two. Next slide, please. Um, As mentioned earlier, there's there's missing segments along uh, uh, the new, street segments um, and the potential for north and south connections on 130th and 120th is pretty high in that you know there's obviously a lot of people coming throughout this corridor um, you know wanting to connect through the bus or biking and that combination allowing those missing missing connections to link up provides for easier and use of the usability of the corridor and the whole area Um, not only is it uh, important to Uh, provide these missing connection uh, provides connections for the missing links it's good to have separations from cars Uh, we have done this in the past and there's been some um then there's been some of this development already in the totem lake village area with more of at grade bicycle facilities that are on the sidewalk um, away from the cars uh, or on the on the road um, for instance along where the circulator routes are they're on on the road grade, but they have a separate bike lanes, which provide that kind of safety and comfort level for cyclists. Um, we know that this area is you know, highly trafficked and used um, uh, for people going through it, but then it's also a place of destination. So having juncture, key junctures in the area for people to actually stay, pause, hang out a little bit, um, you know, meet, in, meet up with friends um, is also key to the character of the neighborhood. Next slide, please. Also key to the character of the neighborhood is looking at pedestrian amenities. um, And this includes crosswalks, pavement, site furnishings and landscape and lighting. Um, All of which uh, we are looking at a urban design guideline document to actually convey the look and feel of the area, uh, tying into key elements that already uh, are coming up on the horizon with current development and future development, but also creating a look and feel to the identity and branding of this area. And so, with that, when we, oh, sorry. And so, with that, when we look at different infrastructures and ways to integrate some of these elements, um, we look at highly durable elements. You know, decorative pavement that's easy to take care of. Crosswalks that are delayed and safe for people to cross. Site furnishings that are comfortable but uh, maintainable um, and uh, off the shelf. So there's, you know, there's that kind of longevity there. And then landscape and street trees that allow for again, low maintenance, um, ease, ease of use uh, for maintenance and continued um, seasonal interest throughout the year. And as well as something that kind of cascades around throughout the different uh, corridor assignments is lighting. So any kind of pedestrian or roadway lighting that ties into the already existing lighting that's out there is key to kind of establishing that look and branding identity. Next slide, please. And so with that, um, and when I speak of identity, uh, branding identity, um, this area is already have a look and feel to it. Uh, placemaking shouldn't be an issue at all. It's a place where people are you know, traveling through the corridor so that con- connectivity and that uh, travel mode, uh, the ebb and flow of people moving around is a kind of a key identity way to um, create signage. Uh, for instance, you see on the top right there, you know, any kind of transport or bike facility um, kind of signage would all be integrated into kind of instilling that placemaking uh, look and feel. And these decorative elements um, can also be integrated in also uh, artistic installations where they're in pavement for wayfinding or trellises to kind of create shade or shelter for people at the corners of intersections. Um, this can all be kind of taken uh, in, in considerations for opportunities for improvement. And then I believe Michael's gonna segue over to the transit now.
1: Yeah, thank you, Fong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, we'll be looking at improving transit connections for people uh, transferring in the area, uh, walking, biking to the bus stops, Uh, We'll also be looking at how to reduce uh, transit travel times by making um, select improvements in the area. One way we look at to improve transit travel times is potentially simplifying options or operations at the Totem Lake Transit Center, which you can see in the upper right corner there. Uh, Next slide please. Uh, The final uh, mode we'll be looking at is uh, traffic, uh, vehicle traffic. I'll be looking at safety improvements at signalized intersections and along Uh, the mid-block pieces of the corridors. We'll be looking at how to improve uh, circulation in the area and access to properties. Uh, One key uh, idea for that will be the potential street extensions. And we'll be looking at how those street extensions connect to the existing street network um, and what kind of traffic control will be at the new intersections uh, with the existing streets. And lastly, we'll be looking at uh, traffic calming, particularly on our smaller, lower volume streets, how to uh, find a balance between vehicle speeds and uh, the pedestrians and bicyclists that are out there. Uh, Next slide, please. Kimberly, you wanna uh, go from here?
0: Yes, thank you for that. Um, So in terms of next steps, um, as I mentioned this, we've recorded this presentation, so we will be posting it on our website. um, So that if you wanna share with your friends who are not able to come tonight to Um, see a little bit more um, and hear a little bit more about this project, uh, please share that or revisit it. Um, We will also have our online survey, as I mentioned earlier, open through July 9th. Um, And then once we get further along with this project, um, we have already uh, gone out to the community a couple of times in a few different ways. And so we'll be distilling this information and I'm using that to help us um, bring together some more detailed recommendations for the study, which we'll be bringing back to you to the community in late summer, early fall um, for a second community meeting. Um, That will include um, some urban design guidelines, which Vaughn will give you a little bit of a flavor of. And and then we'll be looking to um, create some project recommendations um, at a kind of a, a, a light level of design um, for our final report. So that's our conclusion of our presentation tonight. I um, really happy to hear from you all. If you have any comments you can put them in the comment box. Um, yeah, again, my name is Kim Scribner transportation planner. Um, please feel free to um, connect to our website. Um, if you can move to the next slide I think that. Um, the link um, to the web page is on that slide along with my contact information. There are a number of ways to leave your comments, um, share with your friends. <laughs> Thank you again for joining us tonight. Um, I'm going to pause there. Does anybody have any comments or questions they would look to include in the chat box? Um,
3: we do have a couple a couple questions. Um, one from Lisa asking, what are the safety improvements being considered?
1: Yeah, I can start start to answer that. Um, <clears throat> one initial, and again, can we, we're Can we go
2: to the map? Um, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, maybe sure. it'd be helpful to go to the map.
1: So it's really key for us tonight. We're trying to do, we're sharing our initial findings, but we're really looking to get input uh, that will define which direction we go uh, with our projects. Um, but one initial project we've been looking at is to potentially construct raised bike lanes on Northeast 128th street. And what I mean by that is um, the current bike lanes out there are on the road and we would move the raised bike lanes would be on the back side of the curb to have some more separation uh, between the vehicles um, and the pedestrians. That's one of the one safety improvement uh, that we're considering. And a lot of them, um, have yet to be defined yet. This is still in the early stages of the project. Um, we're g- gathering ideas and input not only for this community open house, but we're also meeting with um, other key stakeholders in the area like Evergreen Health and uh, King County Metro. Um, I
0: thing I'll uh, add to that one, um, if you don't mind, is um, uh, looking at how crossing improvements. Um, might impact the corridor and the additional transit connections here. Um, you know, and, and come some of as had Mike, Michael had said about um, potentially me moving around where people have to get on and off the bus and shorten the length of time they're on the bus and shorten their walking distance. Um, we might consider where people need to cross the street to get to where they need to go. And so that's kind of another um, piece of that. The other thing are um, operational improvements. So anytime that we improve signal timing, um, both a vehicle does have an impact on um, pedestrian travel and, and bicycle travel too. And, and sometimes those have a benefit to um, having people have fewer, like, less time to wait for a ledge, longer distance, uh, time to actually cross the street. Um, so those are all things that are being considered. Okay,
3: and then um, a question from Candace, which is when will the roundabouts appear?
1: I am not, Kimba, do you know the answer to that? I don't know their exact schedule. I believe, um, Kimba, you're on mute.
0: Sorry, so the roundabouts are part of a, the five I-405 interchange project um, that is being managed by WashDOT. Um, I believe those are coming online around 2022. Um, I think there is going to be some expectation for a lot of construction in that time period for 2022. Um, I believe they're supposed to be online around 2023. Um, We've had a lot of conversations with King County Metro about um, transit in this area and this is something that's been brought up recently so i'm pretty sure that's the timeline um and uh, we can provide the link to that project page in the chat box there in just a second
3: okay moving down the list um we've got another question from lisa will the street extensions continue bike and pet environment and network um
1: yes yeah there would definitely be uh with the new ex- Street extensions. There's a chance to start from scratch and define, you know, what each of these new potential corridors uh, would include, and they would definitely include um, sidewalks with some uh, landscaping uh, buffer between the roadway and the sidewalks, and we still def- haven't defined what type of bicycle facilities um, will be out there. But that's yes, they will include both of those modes.
2: Yeah. So the bike facilities could be at grade. On the sidewalk or actually on the road where you have a separation with bike lanes um, there is that topographic kind of area on 130th and north up on 118th uh, which we're looking at kind of some more creative solutions there too but um, this could be a combination throughout the whole segment
1: and each of these streets is expected to be a lower volume um, you know lower volume vehicle traffic street um, so they will be lend themselves to uh, walking and biking pretty well.
3: And the the last question that we have as of yet, um, if there is a street extension at 118th, uh, I would love to see another 128th crossing here since the block is very long east of I-405.
1: Yeah, that's something we've been talking about. Um, It is a pretty long block uh, between the Total Lake Boulevard and 120th Avenue. So we have been looking at what kind of treatment would be at the future intersection of 118th Avenue and 128th Street. Um, But yeah, appreciate the thought. We haven't got there yet.
3: Um, And that is all the questions that we have in the chat box as of right now. Great, thank you everyone. Oh, um, actually one that came in on the other chat. So some additional feedback on potential street extensions. Um, I don't think the street extension would be a good idea, but bike slash pedestrian throughways may help with parking focused on the major connecting streets away from pedestrian and bike traffic.
1: Okay, that's helpful.
2: Yep, good feedback. Well,
0: thank you again, everyone, for joining us tonight. Um, again, if you have more questions you didn't think about tonight, feel free to go on the, our project webpage. Um, it's pretty easy to just search for 128 study Kirkland and you'll find it easily. Um, and again, my contact information is there. There is a comment box or are more survey questions. Um, and we will bring our more information back to the community. Um, we did have some really, really robust uh, conversations with some of our neighborhood associations, and we will do whatever we can to reach out to the community again for our next meeting when we have a little bit more detail on this. So I'm really happy that you all joined us tonight um, again, this very sunny evening. Um, and uh, we will bring more information um, back to you both on our website and through um, um, emails and the the channels that we communicated with you on. Um, If you have any other suggestions on how we can continue to reach out to the community, please let me know.
1: Thank you for the time, everyone.
0: Thank you. you. Bye-bye.